0: Welcome to the Warrior School podcast, the podcast for women who train. I believe lifting weights, knowing our cycles, and training with them is the future of women's training. I also believe this training, nutrition, and health stuff shouldn't feel so goddamn hard, and we should all feel strong and confident. So, This is your go-to show for practical information to build a stronger and healthier body. You'll find content on training, nutrition, hormones, and tons of experts who want to help you get stronger and healthier. I am your teacher, Amy Bowe, coach, dietitian, and the creator of Warrior School. Okay, Warrior Woman, let's do this. Warrior woman, welcome back to the Warrior School podcast. I'm going to give you a solo episode today. Just me. I just, it's kind of podcast day. It's Wednesday. I have two podcasts booked for today. Uh, I've just finished recording one actually with, I call her the queen of female physiology. She came on to record an epic episode on Mastering Menopause, how we can powerfully prepare ourselves for that transition in our life. Uh, I'm not going to give away who it is because we still have a few more episodes to go until we get to episode 100. But she's on. Episode 100 of the podcast. I am I'm so excited because she's famous. She's famous in the world of women training, performance, uh, menstrual cycles, physiology, and so that is in a few episodes. So I recorded that. And I thought, I'm just going to jump on and record a solo episode. Normally, I make Wednesdays my podcast days. And so, let's do it. Let's record a solo episode. Later this afternoon, I have a podcast with my dear friend, Leela Lutz. And we're going to talk about the foundations of tracking. So, what I thought that we would do is do like a little bit of a two-part series on tracking or the foundations of tracking. And I'm going to bring Leela in uh, because she's like the queen of tracking and building your tracking foundation. Because for those of you who know me, I'm not much of a numbers gal. Uh, I'm terrible at counting. Ask all my warrior women, especially in our Live online classes. I always get the time wrong. Uh, I cannot count. So, not a numbers girl. Never been a numbers girl uh, when it comes to training and my nutrition. I haven't dieted. uh, I haven't done a lot of tracking. Uh, Restriction, counting calories, counting my macros, uh, cutting, uh, weight. And so I wanted to bring in Leela to talk about the foundations of tracking. Uh, She loves science. She is a numbers girl. She likes data. Uh, Actually, three of my good friends, her, Libby, and Kitty, they're like the data queens. They love data. They like tracking. Uh, and so actually it would be really cool to do an episode with all of them. Maybe we'll do that. But anyway, this afternoon, Leela's going to come on. Uh, she is coming uh, on for my women inside Warrior School. So this month we're actually doing a whole module on the foundations of tracking. And she'll be a guest speaker. But I thought while I have her... To do that video for my Women Inside Warrior School, I thought that I would get her on and we could record a podcast on it. So I'm going to do part one. Part one's going to be solo. It's just going to be with me. And I'm going to share my thoughts and my perspective and my experience with tracking. Uh, You know, how I track, uh, how the women in Warrior School track, And just give you a little bit of a different spin on it. So a lot of women that I work with are undernourished. Uh, They come to me because they're struggling to train consistently or to get results in their training. You know, they're not getting stronger. Uh, Maybe they keep getting injured or they have really low energy. They're running on low batteries. One of the simplest but not always the easiest uh, and successful strategies I provide them is to make sure they are eating enough food. They're in low energy availability, uh, which really is just a cool, super fancy word or words for they're not eating enough calories. Many women are underfed and it's mostly because they're afraid to eat as they're trying to lose weight. Or I think they maybe unknowingly underfeed themselves as they don't realize how much they actually need to eat to support their hormones, their energy, and then their training on top of this. Or the other one, you know, which is it's not as common is, you know, they'll restrict then binge uh You know, so eating a thousand calories one day and then 3,000 the next, and there's a really big inconsistency uh, in their intake, which is really stressful on the body. Uh, So, a lot of women I start working with, they're not even achieving their resting metabolic rate needs. So, at rest, you know, if I was to lie in bed all day long and do absolutely nothing at all, my body needs a certain amount of energy to function, to survive. Now, there's a few uh, things that determine what that number is. So age, uh, sex, and my muscle mass. So how much active tissue I have on my body. Our muscle mass is the active tissue. It burns fat at rest. So the more muscle mass I have on me, the higher my resting metabolic rate. So mine sits at about 1,300, 1,400 calories. So that's what my body needs just to survive. And then I add in, this morning I walked for an hour and a half with my dog. Uh, I'm going to train in about an hour for 90 minutes, uh, a hard strength session. And then I will walk my dog again later. And I'm standing here doing this podcast. You know, I recorded a podcast earlier this morning. I'll record one later. And so I'm standing and I'm moving. Uh, You know, I'm essentially performing while I record this. And so that's burning energy. So my total energy expenditure could be, you know, two and a half thousand calories, 2,700 calories. And so a lot of women aren't even eating enough just to meet their resting metabolic needs. And then they're training on top of this, (laughs) So for reference, on a day, you know, I don't train, I still need to eat like 22, 2300 calories because those days are recovery days. And on recovery days or days that we don't train, it doesn't mean that we eat less because the body is trying to recover, especially if we're training hard. All right. So that's like the problem I see is that a lot of women are in low energy availability. And whether that's through those three things that I just mentioned, uh, or the other one could be, and I see this a lot, is that a lot of women have uh, tracked before, have dieted for years or decades. And what's happened is that they have developed a lot of disordered eating practices and the relationship to tracking uh, its from fear and scarcity and it's really stressful. It's not fun. So they don't track their food anymore uh, because of those past experiences, which I totally get. Uh, and we're gonna get into that today in the episode. It's um okay, let me take you, I'm gonna take you through a bit of a journey that we're gonna go on today. And bear with me because this is just, I'm, I'm just flying raw here. I don't have any notes or anything. I just hit record. Uh, so we're just going to go for it. All right. When it comes to tracking, the first thing I think that we need to understand is that there are two different types of tracking. Just like in research, uh, there is like two different types of research. There's quantitative and qualitative. So quantitative is uh, data, numbers. You know this, the randomized, double blinded, placebo controlled trial. You know where they're taking uh, measurements and, and numbers and uh, all the all the data. <laughs> Hard data. Uh, And then there's qualitative research and that is interviews, uh, talking to people, conversations, pulling out themes and then you can use those themes to uh, create data uh, essentially and an outcome in the study. So when it comes to tracking there are two different ways to track. There is What a lot of us know from diet and fitness culture, download the tracking app, weigh and measure the food. I can see clearly my amount of calories, plus, minus, red, green, uh, my percentage of macronutrients. So we get the data, the numbers, you know, I can hop on the scale, Uh, I could do a DEXA scan. All of these things are giving us very objective data, And then we have the other side, which is the subjective. And that is more writing down, you know, looking at our markers. So our sleep, our energy, our menstrual cycle, our digestion, our bowels, our sex drive, uh, our temp and pulse. Temp and pulse are pretty objective, uh, but we're going to whack them in with our markers. So I could track my markers by just writing them down in a journal. You know, how, you know, my sleep, uh, my energy, all of those things. Just jot jot it down in my training journal. And that's what I do. I've been keeping a training journal for about nine years, ten years. And six years ago, I started writing my cycle in that journal. And I also write my other markers in that journal. Uh, So I get an understanding of... Is how I'm eating and training supporting me and my body? Now, I don't have the hard data because I'm not tracking uh, through an app, but I do have data because over time I get to see patterns, patterns in terms of how I feel, how my markers are going, what I'm eating, and how my training is just by writing it in my journal, And not in an app. So there's two different ways that we can track and collect data. Now, for me, uh, I'm more the second way. I'm more the organic, let's just pop it in a journal, and over time we'll see patterns, and then we can use those patterns to change our food strategy or our training recovery strategy. Uh, For my really good friends, like, Leela Lutz and Libby and Kitty, and for all those sciencey people out there, I have a quite, quite a few of, of the sciencey people in Warrior School. Uh, They't you know that way is a little bit airy, fairy, a little bit too organic. but that is what I've always done. Is this more subjective? Uh, collecting you know, data and looking at patterns over time? Both, I think, are important and we're going to dive into into both of them. But that's like the the top layer, okay? That's like the umbrella of tracking. There's two different ways that we can track. I think both are really important. It just will depend on where we're at with our relationship to tracking, you know, what's the state of the, the body, if the body isn't like safe at all and it feels super stressed and we've had a... Not a great experience with tracking, so maybe an eating disorder or disordered eating. Diving straight into that quantitative objective, you know, let's download the tracking app, not super helpful. And I've seen it many, many times uh, when I was working as a dietitian in the eating disorder space and also, you know, working with uh, thousands of women over the last 13 years. So what I tend to do and with the women that come into warrior school is we start in this, the, the other side of it, this more subjective space. And we start by educating them about the metabolism, you know, how does our body actually work from a physiological perspective? And Josh and Jeannie Rubin from Real Food Gangsters do an amazing uh, job at this. And they're really the leaders in this space of like metabolic nutrition. Uh, So that's the first piece, you know, we need to understand our metabolism, our physiology from a cellular level and then we need to understand food and what foods really support our body uh, and support our hormones and then we can look at starting to uh, create principles or strategies that we can put in place before we even get to the measuring, the weighing, the calorie counting. And those strategies and those principles, a lot of us often don't have in place. So what I have found is that if we're in low energy availability, we've had a negative experience with tracking. So the body doesn't feel safe and stressed. Uh, And if we go straight to tracking, it becomes just a bit of a shit show, becomes really stressful. (laughs) So there are steps I found that are really helpful for us to build up a bit more stress tolerance and resilience, I guess bandwidth or capacity, uh, to, to get to this place where we can track uh, more objectively. Before we even dive into like the qualitative, subjective, the markers, uh, and you know how I go about tracking using that approach, I actually do a lot of work around reframing how we think about tracking, how we feel about it, our relationship to it. And this work, this reframe work around like numbers really came about when I was competing in Olympic weightlifting. And Olympic weightlifting, it's a a weight class-based sport, so a weight-based sport. You are a certain weight and you're in a certain weight category and you have to stay in that weight category in order to compete in the one that you, um, that you are in. And, you know, a lot of the other female lifters found it really hard because they had to cut weight a lot. And this brought up a lot of dieting restriction, um, you know, disordered eating stuff. And for me, I've never experienced an eating disorder or disordered eating. I have never dieted um, or restricted. Food for me has always been about fueling uh, my training. It's always been about performance and nourishment. And so I was, you know, I could see all these, uh, these girls, these women really struggling, you know, with their, their weight, their weight class and their, and their cutting. And, and the tracking piece. And so this is when I started to get really interested in our relationship to tracking, and, you know, and how we view it. And a lot of the work that I do with women when they come inside Warrior School is reframing, reframing our relationship to our weight and to tracking and collecting data. Because data is important. And... Uh, You know, we need data. We need to understand what our markers are telling us. We do need to know if we're eating enough food, if we're eating enough protein. Now, there are many ways to, you know, organically kind of figure that out before we actually get to the hardcore data tracking. But we need to know this is information and information is important because information tells us things that allow us to make changes uh, and build a stronger training and food strategy, which supports our goals, you know, our health, our energy. It will support us getting the results that we want in our training. So tracking is essential, I believe, for all women. It just depends on where we're at, you know, with our reframe and our relationship with tracking and what's going on with the body as to where we start with that. So this is the journey that I like to take with all the women that I work with. We reframe, we start working on that because I believe you should be able to get on a scale or track your food and it be okay. (laughs) It not be stressful. Uh, You don't have an attachment to like the number. You know, you're not basing your worth on, the number on the scale or if you were in red or green on your uh, calorie tracker app. I think that's a really important place to get. I think we should be able to get to that place of, you know, I could jump on a scale and I have no attachment to that number. I don't care about that number because what I care about is how I feel in my body, uh, what my body can do. That's what I care about. So whatever weight my body is at, as long as I feel strong, my body is healthy because I know this by tracking my markers, my weight will sit wherever it sits. And Carson will tell you it, it really annoys him that in the whole seven or eight years we've known each other, my weight has remained stable the entire time. My uh, It's changed a little bit just when I was lifting. Uh, I had, you know, a little bit more muscle mass on me than I do now. Uh, but I've pretty much been stable for well my whole life, but uh, you know, in the in the last 10 years of my practice especially. Okay, where were we? Oh, reframe. Yes. Okay, so I can jump on, yeah, I can jump on a scale. And I have no attachment to what that number tells me. I could also, if I wanted to, download a tracking app and track my food and weigh and measure it uh, and be over or under, uh, be a little bit off with my macronutrient balance or or whatever and be okay with it. But I don't. I don't track. Uh, I have never tracked Well, we had to when I did my master's in dietetics. This is where we had to learn about calories and macronutrients and tracking, um, you know, balancing meals. Okay, so reframe. It's important work. And while we do this work on reframing our relationship to numbers, especially our weight and especially numbers when it comes to like calories Uh, and macronutrients we can still track you're like what (laughs) how okay well we can take my little looser more organic approach to tracking which is writing it in your journal and this is what I do so I have a training journal Uh, as I've said before I've been writing my training down for about 10 years. Six years ago, I write it. started writing my cycle in that training journal, so what day I was on. And then I also write down my markers, my sleep, my energy, uh, and anything else that comes up. So we've spoken about markers before. Uh, pretty much probably everyone listening has an understanding of what their markers are. Quick recap. Okay. Yeah, I can just see... We'll just take a pause, quick recap. Sleep, energy, appetite, menstrual cycle, temp and pulse, uh, bowels, digestion, sex drive. Uh, yeah, there are some, some markers. Now, those markers tell us if the body is safe, if the body is healthy from a physiological perspective. If, there, if we have a bunch of red crosses, on our markers, we know then that the body is stressed and what we're doing for it uh, with our food and our training is not working for it. But if we can tick off all those markers consistently, we have strong patterns over time, that gives us an understanding of what we're doing is working for us. And this is what I do. So I pay attention to my markers and what my body's telling me, and from there, if I see some patterns, I'll change my strategy with my food and my training. But it's pretty solid. It's pretty like locked in <laughs> into like, you know, I've got it. I've got it um, pretty down after so many years. But this is the first. This is the first step I take with a lot of women that I work with in Warrior School is that we actually, while we're working on a bit of a reframe around tracking, that using it as data, you know, and information can really help our uh, help our markers. It can help us be healthier. It can help our training and our performance and our recovery and, you know, all of these good things. Um, and, and that helps us get results that we want and, and get stronger. So while we're really working on that reframe, I get them to... Uh, have a journal, a training journal to write their training in, to write the day of their cycle uh, and any cycle symptoms and to write all their markers down. They can also write down like what they eat in a day. But that's just a very like free flow, you know, breakfast, three eggs, sweet potato, juice. Uh, It's not um, weighing and measuring and putting it into a tracking app. So this is what we work on, and we base uh, we base this work on what we call like foundations or strategies. Because what I see a lot is that we, us women, we always want to go to like the the complex thing or like the the nitty gritty thing. You know, we're we're trying to search for this like the secret thing. So for example, a lot of the time it's like this supplement. You know, will this supplement help me? With X, or if I eat this like particular food, will it help me with Y? What we're missing is key foundations, the bottom of that pyramid, uh, where uh, we can do a lot of work it, before we get into the nitty gritty. Before we download that tracking app, there's so much work to do, uh, to be done to build that foundation. So, for example. We look at, am I eating within 30 to 60 minutes of waking up? That's like one principle or foundation. Next, am I eating every three or four hours? Uh, the third one, am I balancing my meals? You know, when I look at my plate or my bowl, is there some quality protein, some root or fruit, and a bit of fat there? Ah. Uh, And that's that's where we would start, just with some key strategies and foundations. From here, what we're tracking is our markers and how we feel. And then over time, those markers and that data, that more subjective data is going to tell us if what we're doing is working for us. So is my food strategy working for me? and my training working for me? Basically what I'm trying to say is we don't need an app to tell us If it's working or not working, what we can do, an app for sure, it's quicker because straight away, you know, you do a day of measuring and weighing, you know, at the end of that day that you're eating 2200 calories, you do a day of just writing it down Uh, unless you're super duper good and you know the calorie content of all the food that you're writing down. You know, we we can have a rough estimate of like maybe what we're eating, but we don't really know what we, what we uh, can look at is, you know, how was my sleep that night? How was my energy over the day? We can look at these more subjective things. So the objective, like the the app is quicker this way, this more organic way is longer, (laughs) which is why I call it taking the long way home. Now, I think it's actually really important to spend time in this space where you're not using an app. What? I know. (laughs) Leela, Libby, and Kitty are probably just going to shake me. But I think it helps us build trust and we become better listeners if we actually don't rely on... I really wanted to swear then, but a lot of women that listen to this podcast are mums. And so... I'm not gonna swear. Uh, well, I will say, frickin'. We re- rely on that frickin' Apple Watch, you know, or that I, iPhone, i, whatever i thing you use that has that calorie tracker. I just think we're missing a few steps before we do that. Again, data is super cool, very helpful, especially when it comes to performance and recovery. Uh, very helpful, especially if there's like something going on with our physiology that some marker is off and we just can't quite uh, fix it with the more natural organic approach. Uh, But I think, yeah, I just think that we're missing a few steps in what does it look like if I just put in some of these foundations and strategies and then just create space to actually just listen to what my body is telling me. Spend time, months writing, you know, writing your markers down uh, and listening to what your body's telling you. And you will see patterns and those patterns, you know, patterns in terms of how you felt, what day you were on, you know, maybe what you ate, uh, what type of training you did. And over time, we can then use those patterns to like tailor our nutrition uh, and our training, And I think that is really important and something that a lot of women are missing or really scared to do, because if we do that, we have to stop and actually listen to our body. (laughs) And that's really scary, especially if an app or a diet has been telling us what to do for so long. We, um, yeah, we we don't want to do that. But this is the approach that I take with my women when they come into warrior school. So we do the reframe and while we're working on the reframe, uh, we put in certain strategies and principles in place depending on where they're at and what they really need to work on and then I just get them to track their markers. We might do this for 3, 4, 5, six, seven, eight, nine months uh, and along the way, yeah, of course, we're, we're making some changes. If sleep's a bit off for a chunk of time, we're really going to look at a strategy we can put in place to support that or... You know, if, if we notice that protein's a bit low, we'll, we'll put in a strategy to focus on the protein. But we're still not weighing or measuring or tracking calories and protein. Then once they've developed this foundation, they, they've learned to listen to their body, uh, we can then use the objective data approach for sure there's some of my women in warrior school that track track their calories and track their protein mainly Uh, and you know they did a lot of work to get to that point of it being a really cool experience that they get to see like yes did I like eat enough or oh over time this was really cool to see like my consistency and it's really cool to see that I can consistently hit you know, 130 grams of protein. And this is what it looks like to hit that 130 grams of protein. This is like what the spacing looks like. This is like what my meals need to look like. And all of that's really important, but it took them a while to get to that place. Uh, Others came in and they're at a really good space with it and they, they could do it if they wanted to. Um, and so, some of us will feel okay with it, with the tracking and the numbers, but a lot of us won't. And so, I invite you uh, to think about tracking. From these two different, uh, there's two different types of tracking. Both are important. Just what one will work for you right now. And then, uh, the layer down is looking at the reframe, so how we think about tracking, and doing work on that. And then the layer down from that is really just thinking about, do I have some of these key foundations and principles in place? Because there's no point obsessing over plus or minus 150 calories, really, if we don't have some of these key foundational things inconsistently. So eating breakfast uh, within 30 to 60 minutes of waking up, balancing our meals, eating every three or four hours. Like what foods are we actually eating? You know, are we eating metabolic foods? Then once we have built a foundation and a strategy, we just want to listen. Listen to the body. The body is so freaking intelligent, uh, it will tell you if your strategy is working for you or not through your markers. Then from here, you know, if we really want to do something with our training or really want to do something with our body composition, or there's, you know, there's something that's just happening uh, that's a little like hard to, you know, solve through the more organic <laughs> approach, we can then really look at tracking. Uh, and we can download that tracking app, we, you know, we can track our calories, our macronutrients, we can play around with the percentages, uh, we have a little bit more hard data there. But it's not a place I would start, <laughs> which is why I'm going to get Leela on to talk to us. So we're going to dive into uh like tracking more objectively, so we'll look at you know where do we start, how do we track, what are we tracking, calories, percentages. Uh, what if we want to create like a safe deficit um, and change our body composition? So we'll, we'll dive into all that sciencey stuff. But yeah, in part one, I just I invite you to think about you know both sides of tracking and where you're at with it, and starting to reframe it. And then get a journal and track your training. Write your training down, write the day of your cycle down, and write down your markers. And then see if you can see patterns. And then once you see those patterns, have the confidence to make some decisions that, you know, with your food and your training, that will help support what's going on. And then it's really cool because you get to see, hey, like I did this and then as a result, I saw this in my training or this marker improved. Uh, And you don't need an app to tell you to do that. Well, some of us do, but I invite you to try and do it without an app first. Okay, Warrior Woman, that's enough from me. i got to go have lunch. I've been talking for a long time. Thank you. Thank you for listening to part one of the foundations of tracking. Part two will be with the very lovely Leela Lutz. Uh, if you have any questions about tracking, DM me, email me, uh, and I can pop them in the episode with Leela. We can, we can do a bit of a Q&A at the end. Okay, lots of love. i got to go and eat my beef brisket and rice. Bye for now. Warrior Woman, you can listen to these episodes wherever you listen to your podcasts. Please give it love by subscribing now. And if you enjoyed this episode, please rate it and share it with another Warrior Woman. Also, tag me in it on Instagram with your biggest takeaway.